it's time for another episode of Molly's if Friends. Hello, and welcome to Molly's Sleazy Friends, a monthly podcast recorded here at the Little Everywhere Studios in beautiful Atwater Village, California. This month, my guest is charlatan, (laughs) entrepreneur, (laughs) raconteurs, Nomi Fry. Hello. Hi, Nomi. Hi. Nomi uh, has been on my podcasts before one time to talk about the Kardashians. That's true about Scott. No, about, well, I always talk about Scott. Even when I'm not talking about Scott, I'm talking about Scott. But this was about um, about Rob. Oh, right. Cause it was Mostly right about Rob and China. Yes. Right. And you were a call-in guest, so this is the first time I've had you in the flesh. Yes. yes. Welcome. Thank you, Molly. I'm thrilled to be here. Welcome to Los Angeles. Thank you very much. I'm thrilled to be in Los Angeles as well. Um, Nomi and I, the first time we hung out in Los Angeles, it was at a cat show. That's true. Yeah, in, in Glendale. Glendale. It, was the- <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the best experiences of my life. We saw a lot of really beautiful cats. They were gorgeous and a lot of really cool weird people that are really into cats they also were they gorgeous were also gorgeous yes um and the cat photographer taking glamour portraits all day oh that's true because i think you were doing a story about the photographer yeah i was mean that what it was? i was just kind of doing a story about the cat show but i think it was also an excuse to be like can i please take a picture of your beautiful cat it's for journalism <laughs> Because um, all industries are a racket to take pictures. Yes, of cats. Of cats. Yeah. Um, let's shoot, fam. Let's shoot, fam. Uh, come to Brazil. Come to Brazil. Did you see <laughs> one of the RuPaul's Drag Race uh, queens, I think it was Willem, put out a video called Come to Brazil? I did not see that. No, <laughs> I didn't. Very good song. And the video is sort of like carnival themed. Um, come to Brazil. For anyone who doesn't know what it is, <laughs> is uh, something people write as a comment a lot on people's Instagrams when they're like really famous, when they're at a point where they're doing world tours, but maybe they're like not quite hitting South America yet for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I first became aware of it with like the Jonas Brothers. People would always be like, come to Brazil. I don't know if it's just because there's like a lot of people there. There's a lot of people in Brazil. And they have a strong fandom. Yes. Uh, it's so basically it's my dream is the, the reason Molly was saying, uh, come to Brazil, uh, and let's shoot is uh, my dream is to get to the level where someone posts on my Instagram, let's shoot, come to Brazil. I think you're almost there. You're definitely, (laughs) we were talking about this before we started, but you know, you're, you're, I would classify you as a, an Instagram baddie, shall we say? (laughs) A baddie. A baddie. Wow. Um, you, you have like an internet presence that you're known for and people that don't know you know who you are from the internet. Yeah, it's, it's kind of surprising. I did not set out to be, uh, I don't know, to the extent that I do have some sort of internet presence. We're mostly talking about a friend of ours who made a shirt with your face on it. That's true. You became a meme. Yeah, I, I did become something of a meme. Somehow. (laughs) I I don't know how it happened. You've been a meme a couple times. I'm grateful and I feel blessed. (laughs) You were also a meme, uh, I was telling Jane, our producer, about when you wrote about being a streetwear mom. 
yeah. for the New York Times. That's true. So when I, so this was, I am uh, currently 41, and when I was about to turn 40, um, I wrote this, or maybe I had just turned 40, I wrote this thing for Styles about um, how I'm 40 and I wear Supreme, how I'm 40 and I'm a mom and I wear, you know, I, uh, and um, yeah, and that was kind of like a, I guess, funny experience because now people like They're know like, me by hey, that, I guess. Fuck mom. Fuck mom, exactly. Fuck mom with two C's. Right. And then, and then uh, Complex, uh, a guy from Complex who subsequently I met, uh, shout out to Cam Wolf, um, uh, wrote a thing about the thing that I wrote and uh, decided to call me the fuck mom. I love that. Yeah. And since then, that's that's been kind well, of like a minor are, thing. There are lots of fuck dads, especially in Los Angeles. like And in Brooklyn, where yeah. I live. Streetwear dad, aging skater dad mm-hmm. is like just an accepted type of person. Right. Um, but I love the idea of streetwear mom. Right. Aging skater mom. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Well, do you think it's also like, I realized this a long time ago, but like when you realize that you just have been dressing like a type of boy you think is cute. Yeah. And you're just like, still still do. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I imprinted on like wanting to dress like what I think is like a cute boy from like 1975, and that's just like how I've always dressed. And then right. you're like, oh, that doesn't necessarily attract those people. <laughs> it's just what do you sort mean? of you become <laughs> you become the skater boy you wanted to date in seventh grade. I yeah, you know, feminism is about becoming the skaters we wanted to fuck. Do you skate? No. What if? <laughs> <laughs> what if we got really into skating? My friend was just skating for the first time recently. You know, I am, as you know, a Jew. <laughs> and not to say that there aren't Jewish skaters. Come on, don't the Beastie Boys skate? Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I don't know if they do or they don't. But, they, seem, uh, they seem like they I'm do. I'm just uh, not an extremely, you know, body-savvy person, I would say. I so. mean, the main reason that, like, skating is for teenagers is because, like old people's knees can't deal with anything. Right. You got to keep it limber. And also like when you wipe out, you have a lot more to lose every time. Yeah. That you're wiping out. Yeah. You might need like a hip replacement from exactly. like thrashing too hard. And you know, with the state of health insurance in this <laughs> great nation, I don't think if I can really afford that. So, <laughs> But it looks really cool. It looks really cool. And I would love to, you know, be the sort of person who at 41 um, challenges myself physically you did a you had a boxing odyssey i did have a, a kickboxing journey which uh were ended. you watching like a lot of van damme movies uh no the muscles from brussels <laughs> <laughs> um sorry uh yeah no but i did i did kickbox and there were always the same songs that they played and i became really attached to those songs even though i stopped kickboxing whenever i hear a song like, for instance, Arctic Monkeys, Are You Mine? I remember my kickboxing journey. It's like the, my Manchurian, kickboxing it's like the Manchurian candidate where you just like start kickboxing uncontrollably. Right. Like, it's a Pavlovian response. Yeah. yeah. Um, that seems really useful to know. Yeah. For me. Yeah. So like if you just like hit the hit the music now, <laughs> I might just like go. If the Arctic Monkeys were hiding behind that, <laughs> that beautiful plant in the corner. And they came back out. I just heard that, you know, he and Alexa Chung might be back together. Alex Turner? Yeah. Really? It is the 2000s revival. I know. I'm guys. so happy for them if that's true. Beautiful you know, couple. Maybe it's just true love. I, I get it. Speaking of love. Yes. We were going to talk about celebrity sex tapes today. Yes. 
uh, a subject which is very near and dear to both of our hearts. Yes. Um, what are the best celebrity sex tapes and uh, your favorites that don't have to be the best? Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, we all know what they are. Uh, we or maybe we we can't like define them, but we know them when we see the them. The fact that they have tapes in them shows you that when a we lot grew of them up. are old. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, although, well, I guess okay. So the ones that I would say are, I mean, just everybody knows this, but uh, Paris Hilton, One Night in Paris, obviously, Kim and Ray J, um, and uh, Colin Farrell, which for me is the gold standard, I think. I think that's my favorite. And then um, Tommy and Pam, yeah, obviously. That's my favorite. Because they love each other. They love each other. They're in love. And they're on a boat. And he's like steering the boat with his dick. His dick is enormous. <laughs> it's just joyful. It's joyful. It's true. It doesn't seem dark. It's like it's not dark. It's the other, the other ones are dark. Paris is is a very dark one. You know what's really dark with Paris? So the I night vision. Well, the night vision is literally dark. And then I, in preparation of this occasion of coming here to talk about this topic, I um, rewatched. Not everything. I didn't rewatch Kim and Ray J. But I. You're telling me that you watched the Kardashian, and I was like. On a plane, I was like, did you watch the sex tape on the plane? That's really cool. Yeah, I feel really secure in my sexuality, <laughs> and I like to share it with the world. So, yes, I did. No, I didn't. I, I watched just uh, the show on the plane coming from New York a couple of days ago. But, no, I – so, no, I watched uh, – I'm staying with my friend Vanessa, and I um, – you know, I, I was thinking there's a couple of things I, I want to say about this. One thing is that there's somehow socially something more acceptable about the celebrity sex tape because you're like watching it. There's something innocent about it or like the the, the prurience of it is like, uh, you know, it's predicated on the fact that these are celebrities. It's not about like watching people fuck necessarily. It's it's just like, oh, I want to see what like celebrities do when they're, they don't think they're being watched by the world. So I think it's a little bit easier, which is why I felt comfortable like watching porn in my friend's house while she was sort of walking around. <laughs> I wouldn't do it otherwise, you know? Because you're like, Paris Hilton knows I want to see her naked and it's fine. This is... Yeah, or also I'm not watching it to like, you know, get off. It's like you're watching it for a different reason. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure some people do, but... Uh, it would be very hard to watch it to get off unless all that gets you off is just the idea of seeing Kim Kardashian naked, which I think for a lot of people that's all that... that takes because it's not like a good sex tape right you know it's yeah. just like the thrill is seeing her naked yeah um and having sex yeah but it sort of proves that she's just like she's like good in, in a still but it doesn't necessarily translate i don't know she seems bored the whole time yeah she chews like, gum a lot of the time that's the one that's i didn't rewatch but actually I, but chewing I gum is that. charming because it's uh yeah low class um but the thing that was bone chilling about the paris one that i did rewatch was that I had forgotten, or I don't know that I ever knew because maybe I only watched it in parts or something, but I watched the whole thing, like I skimmed through it, but from beginning to end, it's like more than an hour. And um, Rick Solomon um, introduces it. <laughs> so he introduces it, he watches... Like the Red Shoe Diaries, he's like, right. a tale unfolds. Yeah, no, but much, much better. An, uh, an erotic tale. <laughs> so there's... Um, there's a monitor and he stands in front of the monitor also chewing gum, sort of like ner not nervously, but kind of like, you know, he has this sort of like nervous energy. 
and then they're so coked out of their brains. Right. Probably. Exactly. Yeah. So disclaimer: we don't know that. We do not know that. I'm just uh, just speculating. Yeah, it's speculation. Why one might chew gum a lot and have tiny pinhole <laughs> eyes. Pure speculation. Pure speculation. Uh, shot um, in the mid 2000s. Mid 2000s? Early 2000s? <laughs> beginning of the 2000s? Uh, yeah. What was it like? 2003, I feel like. 2002. Was it? I should have checked. Post that. 9/11. Yes, I believe it was. Yeah, I believe it I was. I think I blocked the whole Paris Hilton era out of my mind. Yeah, purposely. Yeah. Um, I have to say that, like in the night vision part, her eye makeup is really good. <laughs> Which is something I noticed. But anyway, he introduces it and he is like, so here we are. You know, it's night vision because she was a little bit shy. You know, she's only 19 years old. I mean, totally illegal, but barely, you know, it's just like such a such a creep. And um, he's like, enjoy, guys. We were having fun when we were making it. But he's like so, he's like so repulsive that it's it's really uh, it's it's almost shocking how he's he has no shame about like. Right. Well, it's also like the price of seeing her have sex is you have to see him have sex with her. Right. Which is also kind of true for the Kim Kardashian one. You're like, you know, I never really wanted to see Ray J have (laughs) sex particularly. It's it's like collateral. You know, it's like it's sort of like the baggage that comes along with the star is the other person. And you're like, I'm not except for the Tommy and Pam where it's like, yeah, Tommy and Pam, it's a relationship of equals. It is. At the time, it was. They were a beautiful couple, beautiful and they were couple naked on a boat. She is gorgeous. Top of the world. She uh, in that video. I mean, she's just so pretty. The Colin Farrell one also is like genuinely <sighs> sigh. <laughs> that one you don't watch at other people's houses. Right. I did, but yeah, but I. Uh, I mean, it's. I, I think my interest in it is still not. I mean, it's. It's probably for me the most sexual of the bunch. I would say, but um, it's. Um, it's still like, you know, it's sort of like prurient, like celebrity interest yeah. as well. But that one is like a 70s movie about like a woman discovering her sexuality after it really a divorce. Is. It's like. It really is. It's like he, Jill Clayburgh. Yeah. If she were like a 22 year old, like semi anonymous, like playmate. Yeah. A beautiful playmate. Beautiful playmate. Uh, and he is just, uh, you know, I feel like he's uh, what we discovered when we watched the video is that he is a very giving lover yeah and uh he's got the good accent too he has the patter he's got the irish accent he has the yeah the irish brogue um it made me love him actually he's great i didn't quite get him at first and then i was slowly sold on him through a few movies where he's very good so should we like recount that video like what happens <laughs> because it's fresh in my mind yeah why don't you tell give us a play-by-play of what okay. happens in the colin farrell sex tape yes in case somebody hasn't seen it and they want to hear you describe it right so this is like this is like penthouse forum <laughs> you won't believe what just happened to me <laughs> um so basically uh this takes place it's about 13 minutes long it takes place and uh her name is nicole narayan maybe i think Never to be heard from again, or at least I haven't heard about her since. And I think it's in her apartment because it's a sort of like semi, it's not very depressing, but it's sort of semi shitty. Um, uh, You know, you see like it's messy. You see like her microwave, you know, it's like everything is sort of like there's like an ugly lamp. They like do it on the couch. Like it's, it's very, it's, it's definitely the setting isn't what's inspiring about this situation 
in the very beginning, you see a cat, which is a plus for me <laughs> because I like cats very much. Um, the cat, however, is not involved in the sexual activity. You don't see the cat once like the action starts. So you that's see good. the microwave again. Uh, you might see the microwave because there's a point where like they rest the camera, they try to adjust the camera and it sort of does that thing where like it sort of like sweeps around the room like wildly, <laughs> erratically. Um, so, OK, so at first you see the cat. She's like naked. He's naked and he, he keeps calling her princess. He's like, I'm not going to attempt the accent, but he's like, come oh, here, princess. Soon. You're so beautiful. You're so fucking sexy. You're so gorgeous. And then um, basically they you know, like she uh, performs oral sex on him, then they fuck for a little bit, then he performs oral sex on her, and he just never stops talking, which is just the best thing. And he has these catchphrases, which have become legend. So like when he goes down on her, um, she she complains that her vagina is unattractive. And then he says, I can't believe what you're saying, princess. Essentially, he's like, this is beautiful. It's like God's creation. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. And um, see, this is back to it being like the movie Coming Home, where it's like coming home when Jane, Jane Fonda, Fonda orgasms. Uh, John Voight. John Voight goes God down on her him. because he's in a wheelchair. He can't perform. Molly. Um, but he but he also, you know, her husband never did that. Bruce Dern Bruce was Dern. not there for her. I feel bad for Bruce Dern in that movie because he's such a cuck. I know he's a cuck. He gets, but you know what? He like is very. He's a warmonger. (laughs) It's true. He's a. He's he's you know he's not nice to Jane at home. He's not nice to Jane, and you know there's the point where Jane uh, stops straightening her hair. Yeah, I believe she gets a '70s woman haircut. Yeah, and he's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, what happened to like the set and dried like helmet situation?" And yeah, she's like, "I gotta run free." I got to run free and I got an orgasm with John Voight, who's, uh, who is uh, paralyzed, but... From war, from the Vietnam. From the Vietnam War. From the Vietnam From war. Nam. Yes. That is a great movie. Ah, it's so good. I really like that movie. Anyway, so uh, Nicole Narayan is, um, uh, yeah, and this similarly discovers her sexuality and her sensuality with Colin... Although I was watching it yesterday with my friend Vanessa, and we both agreed that she might be like overacting a tiny bit. Well, they know they're on camera, right? Right. And so I feel he's like he's an actor. He's an actor. He has the pattern. She's a playmate. She's so. a playmate. They're They've playing been in front roles. of cameras before. Yes. Uh, so anyway, then he says it's like it's a beautiful flower. It's God's creation. Whatever. I don't remember the exact text. And then he says the line, which I do remember, which everybody who's seen this probably remembers, which is like that if he had his druthers, he would eat her out, uh, breakfast, lunch and fucking dinner. I'm not even fucking kidding. Does he say legend? Does he say druthers? He does not say druthers. But he says like fucking. Yeah, he says fucking. Oh. See, that's so Irish, too, to just, like, keep talking the whole time. He just never shuts up. But also up. be very clever and say funny, you know, Joycey and weird, like, pussy love letters. Like, Dame Joyce wrote a lot of also. It's a beautiful thing. Um, that is a good sex tape. It, it's good because it seems pretty real. Was it leaked or did she put it out? Or It was leaked. I think it was... Uh, uh, I wish I had looked into this. I, I apologize, but I... I believe it wasn't, yeah, I believe it was leaked. I think maybe it was one of those situations where it was stolen from a safe or something, like like uh, with Tommy and Pamela. 
which is what happens. Right, because they had people work are done used to house. actually get them stolen, or I choose to believe the narrative that because didn't Pam and Tommy? It was like it was a bootleg, right? For real. Yes, they had uh, work done on their it was house for like a private collection. Yeah, and somebody broke into it, like some one of the workers. It's uh, like their honeymoon tape. It was very special. Which is also like a really funny weird idea to be like, it's our honeymoon. Let's fucking tape it. Yes. Just to like watch later. Right. Um, it's an odd. Yeah. I mean, I guess some people I, I just yeah, I, I find it hard to understand. But I mean, you know, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think will be next? Well, I think nowadays. I mean, now with uh everyone, including Don Trump Jr., practicing radical transparency uh, and talking to uh, WikiLeaks and, and so on. I think now people are both more care- more careful and more in danger of things leaking because basically anything is, is fair play and there's so much hacking going on. And, you know, I think we haven't had a big sex tape in a while, but we've had a lot of pictures leaked, like the Jennifer Lawrence pictures and... You know, all of that. Okay, I'll tell you the dream that I just realized. Okay. Justin and Selena. <gasps> they're back together. I know. They're making reckless decisions. I know. They're living on the edge. They're living on the edge and going to the weird cult church. Right. Uh, it's all very weird. And I could see, like, the church being, like, you got to put out a sex tape for Jesus to promote the word. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I, I have a sinking feeling it would maybe be somewhat boring. Yeah, but I guess the idea is like what makes the Pam and Tommy one so good also is that they're in love. And you're like, these people are in love and they're not acting that they're in love like actors do. <laughs> It's like very weird and intimate to like see that because you're like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like Justin and Selena are more tortured than Pam and Tommy were at that point. I just feel like something must be going on with Justin because he just makes her crazy, you know? She goes crazy for him. She keeps going back. She goes back for more. Maybe he's good at something. Yeah. What if? uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, do I want to hear what Justin Bieber's monologue, sex monologue is? Wasn't there some sort of thing where there was like a back and forth, a text back and forth with like dick pics that he sent her that they uh, kind of denied? They said it was doctored, that it wasn't them. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, this was about like a year, a year or two ago. There was a text exchange that leaked where it was like, come on, baby, you know you want it. And like a (laughs) dick pic. And And she was like, "Ooh, put that away. Like, you know, I don't, you know, there was some sort of like uh, exchange that wasn't I don't remember very this. I'm glad that you're like up to date on the biblical history of Justin and Selena's relationship. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm interested in it. Yeah. I mean, they're very <sighs> famous and they get more famous together. They look great. Yeah. Who else could have a good sex tape? Who else could have a good sex Are tape? Are there any Kardashians left? Well, they're all pregnant now. I just feel like the Kardashians. What about? Oh, Lord and Sophia, uh, Scott and Sophia. Oh yeah, yeah. I, right. I would, I would, I would be interested in that. You just called Scott Disick Lord reflexively instead <laughs> of Scott Disick <laughs> because um, that's his name. Yeah. Uh, 
That one would make me feel so gross, I think, because it makes me feel gross just even thinking about the fact that they because she's so young with each other. Yeah, she's so young, and you're like, Nicole Richie had a hard time, it seems like, as a teenager with a lot of access to a lot of things. So, right. like, you would think maybe, like, somebody would be like, let's make sure this one doesn't party. Right. But who knows? You, maybe it's just, like... Maybe the parenting philosophy is just like they're adults, let them do whatever they want. Yeah, I, I guess it is. <laughs> yeah. Right. But also she's of age, so I guess it's her decision. Yeah. I mean, she and Bieber were actually also a babely couple that made uh, Selena really mad. Oh, I know. There was a brief second where they were dating. Yeah. I forgot about that. There's only five people in Hollywood to date. And, they and all... I am one of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard that um, you and Post Malone... We're we're spotted on Fairfax. We're yeah, we're an item shopping at you know for kicks. Yeah. Um, No, who would be your who who is your fake celebrity boyfriend right now? Who's my fake celebrity boyfriend? Um, Who do I love? Um, You got that John Mayer reply. Oh yeah, I love John Mayer. I mean, I sort of love him. It's a love-hate situation. I feel like a lot of the people you love, you love ironically, but then it like just becomes real. Yeah, because I'm I know like, because I'm I sort like of that I, too I, with I, yeah, I like, uh, I like, um, I sort of like smart idiots. I guess. I mean, not to say well, that's why John Mayer. If you're listening, you're not an idiot. You're very smart. But I just mean it's an idiotic situation. Like to be very famous. Yeah. I like how I'm protecting John Mayer's feelings. <laughs> if you're listening, John, I love you. No, I mean, I'm like, if somebody, uh, if I were being interviewed a lot, I would probably say something stupid eventually, although not as stupid as what he said. Right. But that was a while ago. He's grown. He's changed. Uh, I feel like he's really, he's coming into his own. He's 40 now. He just turned 40. I gotta like, say, I feel like I, I ship him and Katy Perry still. Really, you do? Yeah, I think I would. I mean, not only would I obviously watch that sex tape. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, especially if he like, plays guitar during it. It's like solos while yes. he's having sex. Yes. Um, I I don't know. I feel like they uh, all their songs about each other are so sad. Yeah, I it think it was. It, I think it was love. I also think my theory was that right after John Mayer, she dated Orlando yeah. Bloom. And my feelings about that were that, you know, I bet that when she runs her fingers through Orlando's curls, she's still pretending it's Mayor's <laughs> mane. Um, I don't quite yeah. understand the Orlando Bloom thing as much because I never really got down with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, me too. Um, me too. No interest. That Although was... I did uh, remember when he exposed his uh, privates. Uh, to the world? No. I, oh, right. He was like naked on a boat. He was naked on yeah, a yeah, yeah. kayak. I remember when he hooked up with Selena. <gasps> that is an iconic picture. The he paparazzi hooked up with Selena in Ibiza, I think, to get back at Bieber for hooking up with Miranda Kerr. With Miranda Kerr. That's true because they had a thing. Yeah. That was an amazing yeah. summer. <laughs> it was a summer of love. It was a summer of love. Uh, yeah. I I love it. Um yeah, so I felt I always felt like Orlando was like a second-rate uh, JM John Mayer, <laughs> uh, and she was like, she really wanted John, but she knew she couldn't have him because he can't be tamed. 
I respect her um, inability to stay away from the bad boys. She loves the bad she boys. She loves the bad boys. She was married to Russell Brand. I know. They're all the same type of guy, but I also like understand why she picks all those type of guys. I Of course I understand. Um, she and Taylor Swift kind of similar in that way. Although Taylor has had a string of milk toasty beige colored uh, men. Um, her album made me feel really bad for Calvin Harris, which is not something I ever thought I would say. For Adam? Yeah, for Adam. I was like, he opened his heart to her and uh, she really kind of stomped on him. Uh, he gave her uh, his heart and she gave him a pen. She gave him, uh, she forced him, she gave him a lawsuit. Because she forced him to put her writing credit on that song they oh, wrote right. together for Rihanna. Yes. Even though she like didn't want the writing credit. Right, it was first. a fake name. Yeah. So stupid. Um, I have to admit, I haven't listened to the album its entirety, just to the singles. Oh, man. The singles are really bad. I like the, I, I have to admit, I, I really liked Are You Ready For It? Are You Ready For It's kind of okay. It's fine. Um, the video's fine. Yeah. It's all fine. I don't know. It's not. I mean, it's not very interesting. Just none of it is right for the current moment at all, you know? Like, it's so her in that it's, like, she doesn't care about anything outside of herself. And, like, I don't know that anybody would have wanted to hear her, like, political album, including me, you know? Yeah, no, she needs to stay away from that. I think um, that's fine. But you're just sort of, like, man, you really just, like, live in a bubble and, like, nothing that happens outside that bubble affects you. So what's the point of... Right. Um... But I don't know. It's a uh, it's a weird album. It's uh it's got some real some real low points and a couple of good songs, and then also a song that's like, see, I could do like the old Taylor if I want to, and I'm sure that she will do that for mm -hmm. the next album. Um, my friend Adam Markowitz, who is no longer in the entertainment writing cultural criticism business, but uh, he said to me like years ago, he was like, here's what's gonna happen. She's going to turn 30 and she's going to go back to the curly hair country and make a fucking acoustic album with a guitar. Yeah. And he's right. He's totally right. So I also see this album as being sort of the manic end of your 20s album, mm -hmm. you know, where she's like, this is as off the rails as she goes. Right. You know? Yeah. She like the most off the rails she's ever gone was to like date a guy and then cheat on him with another guy and then dump that guy and then get in a boring relationship. That's very stable. Right. Is she, is the relationship stable now? I'm just yeah, so, now she's dating a boring guy. I can't even bring myself to look at. She's dating a who. His name yeah. is Joe Alwyn. Uh, he's a British actor. He literally plays Goebbels' son in a movie about the Holocaust that's coming out. No. Yeah. Um, he's like a, you know, blue-eyed Aryan looking dude because they always cast hotter people as Nazis. The Nazis are all a bunch of ugly, gross weirdos. That's right. why they're Nazis. It's true. Um, but yeah, he's just like, you know, they weren't public. She spent like a year out of the spotlight. That's the narrative. It's mm. like she didn't leave her house and she just like cuddled with this guy for a year. And now they're going to like, you know, debut in public at the Met Ball or whatever. Right. And see if he can handle her fame. Can he? Can Joe handle the fame? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. It makes for not a very interesting album because it's a lot of like love songs. Right. Like, it's sappy. It's sappy. And but then there's the like, whole like revenge narrative as well. Right? Yeah. Those are the best songs too. Mm -hmm. Like the sort of uh, the Tom Hiddleston songs are the best one because they're about <laughs> how she like used Tom Hiddleston to like, you know, get away from Calvin Harris and then 
dumped him because she's heartless. Um, but even that, it doesn't really track. Right. She's always being like, just kidding. I'm an innocent blonde victim. Right. The yeah. world hates me. And all the, yeah, there's a lot of Kanye stuff that's very boring because nobody cares. Nobody cares. Make a duet or fucking never talk about it again. <laughs> Those are the options. That would be amazing. Somebody was telling me about the new season of Kardashians mm-hmm. that it's very fourth wall breaking. I haven't seen it at all, but I watched the last season, which was sort of fourth wall breaking because it had the robbery. Yes. And then I did watch that episode. My friend Brooke Baker was saying that this season is like they're sort of all over it. That she said that like Chloe like lives in Cleveland basically. Yeah. So the episodes I watched on the plane just now were the last two episodes I think that aired. The fam is all going with Chloe to Cleveland to see a Cavs game because Tristan is playing. And so Chloe and all the kids, Chris, um, are all going with Chloe and they see how nicely Tristan has set up life for Chloe in Cleveland and the Cavs win and it's a beautiful thing. Uh, but what else happens? There's like some drama. Oh, I know what it is. So Courtney and uh, Kendall are in Cannes <laughs> and they're partying. Wait, can you just say that again? Because I Courtney like it. and Kendall are in Cannes. That's so and <laughs> pleasurable. And then also I was like, oh, it's KKK. It's KKK. Can with a K. Can with a K. And um, Courtney is dating. She has her hot, like supposedly hot. I don't know. I don't, uh, but uh, She's dating an InstaThought model. An InstaThought a model. Male, a male model. Yeah. Uh, that uh, to get back at Scott finally because he's to fucked, get back at Scott and meanwhile everybody. Scott is like freaking out because she is like being viewed on the yacht with Eunice and so he literally I mean Do I they wish... have a child named Eunice no no Eunice is the <laughs> is the child she's dating oh <laughs> wait there's a male Eunice his name is Eunice that's so cool yeah uh, it's spelled like Y O U N E S anyway so. Um, Scott is freaking out, so he's trying to get her attention through, you know, that halcyon time over the summer when we had that beautiful moment where every day he was spotted with another woman. So it was Bella Thorne, then it was Chloe Bertoli, um, then after that it was Sophia, and I feel like there was one other girl whose name I don't remember, but every day it was someone else. So he was trying to get back at Courtney, but the narrative is that Courtney doesn't care because she has this, like, young lover and she wants to concentrate on the kids. Um, including the young lover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it sounds like they're all sort of dispersed. They're dispersed. They all have their own. Listen, they really love each other and they're stronger than ever. But at Except the same none of time, them talk to Caitlin now, right? Yeah, I guess. She sold everybody out with that bullshit autobiography. Right. Um, although maybe some of the stuff she said was true. I don't I'm even, sure it was. I, I don't even know what the gossip was. I think yeah. it was mostly like, Chris is an asshole, which I also believe. Right. Like, you're both assholes. They both seem terrible. Yeah, I mean, I've kind of given up on anyone getting out. Like, for a minute, I thought maybe Kylie would be the one to, like, get out. No, but now... She, she's deeper in than anyone now. Well, now she's pregnant. Oh, God, I really don't want her to be pregnant. It's too late, Molly. I just, uh... You should have said that before. I know. <laughs> Whatever she wants, she'll still be fine. I mean, you know, they're richer than Zeus. <laughs> so, um, I, th- I think it'll be okay. Doesn't... Does Zeus have money? He has gold. Doesn't he have lightning bolts? Um, he has lightning bolts. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Are lightning they're... bolts made of gold? Sorry. They're... Wait, they're... actually, this is what we found out from the podcast we did the other day that Jane Marie was on where we talked about uh, 
space stuff because she had an astronomer come on the show and talk about it, um, where we found out that star collisions make gold. So oh. basically, Zeus probably does have a lot of gold. I just realized that I meant that uh, they are richer than Midas. <laughs> 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 but, you know, sure, Zeus too. I mean, they're um, all rolling in it. Well, Midas is also an interesting example to pick because he's the person where everything he touches turns to gold, but it ruins his life, which seems like a real Kardashian. Apropos, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it does. And uh, remember that whole, you know, I mean, just to go back to Robin China, we don't really know what's going on now, but that was a dark period in my life. They had a birthday party for the baby <laughs> where the baby looked, you know. For Dream? Like, yeah. It's been a year already? That's what it seemed like. Time flies Time when you're having flies. fun. The baby looked beautiful. Everything seemed fine. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just feel like how long can the show run before? Do you think they'll just keep going forever and it'll be the, the Northwest? Yeah, I mean, it needs to wait for the next generation, basically. Now we have about... Kind of like five years where they can't be like um, sexualized yet. Uh, I don't know if I can depend on Chris Jenner to follow those guidelines. Well, five years, I feel like what she's so... probably testing the waters to see which way right social mores are going. Like, oh, maybe we're going back towards more of a pretty baby era, right? Of child modeling. Right. I mean, eleven. That seems like yeah. okay. I if mean, she it's... can put. I've seen those kids in makeup for sure because Kim puts it on North. Yeah. Just, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm yeah. just saying. Uh, Kim got in trouble already for putting her in like a harness top. North, really? Yeah, yeah. She put her in like a little baby corset and everybody oh was God. like, that's really fucked up to make like a... It's a waist trainer. Yeah, that's what people were saying. And then Kim like posted a picture of it to be like, no, look, it's like stretchy and it's not, it's like, it just looks like that. It's just like a fashion accessory. It uh. doesn't really like bind her in or anything. Everybody was like, whatever, it's still weird. Like, yeah, let her wear like baby clothes. Don't try to be like dressing her like your little fashion doll yet. It's too late. It's too late. She's, she's, we're all doomed. We really are doomed. <laughs> but yeah, now with uh, Roy Moore and so on, I feel like Chris might be feeling emboldened to, you know, test out the waters earlier than expected with yeah. the girls. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for, pray for them. I, I am praying. Um, this podcast will probably come out in January. So okay. it's 2018 now in this podcast. Oh, um, do you have Happy any, New Year. any New Year's resolutions you'd like to sign off with? Okay. Um, I, well, uh, resolutions specifically or hopes? What are, what are your hopes for the remainder of your trip to Los Angeles? Okay. I hope to have lots of fun. <laughs> <laughs> are you signing my yearbook? <laughs> You're really cool. I hope, I wish I got to talk more with you every time you were in like Mr. See uh, you in September. See you in September. Stay, stay cool. Stay cool. Stay cool. Too cool um, to be. Yeah, I hope to have fun. I hope to, I've been doing this um, YouTube yoga challenge. So I'm trying to stick to that. Uh, it's like half an hour a day. Oh, every day. is it with my favorite yoga yeah, teacher? Yeah, with Adrian. Adrian. Yes, it's Ugh. true. We need to talk about it. I have it. a crush on Adrian. I, uh, I love her. She um, looks exactly like Gal Gadot. She's, is that uh, how you say it in, uh -huh. uh, in, in Hebrew? Yeah. 
Gal Gadot. It's <laughs> <laughs> so my Hebrew voice coming oh, out. I love it. It's, it's, you know. Yeah. But yeah, she looks just like Adrienne. And so all during Wonder Woman, I was like, oh, it's like they made a movie about... She's a superhero. My favorite YouTube yoga teacher. Yeah. Uh, my friend Vanessa introduced me to her. And uh, she is amazing. I love her. She's so... She's she's a goofster. Yeah. But and it's like... It's weird how you're like, oh, this is like everyone's fantasy girlfriend. Because she's like pretty and funny and like really nice to you all the time yeah. helping you get through yoga yes and, she's, and then you're like I don't know this person in real life and she's a little bit spiritual but not too spiritual and she knows that it's sort of semi bullshit but she's also like she says sort of generalized but intelligent sounding things like be kind to yourself like not everything is uh, is a competition yeah and I'm like you're saying the exact opposite of how I live my life. <laughs> and like, I wish I were you, but it's not See, to be. See, I just, I feel weird about how close I feel to her. Because you're like, oh, that's my friend. And then you're like, no, No, I not. love her. It's not my friend. I love her. Um, but so I've been doing this and I'm on day 20 today. So for the rest of my stay, thank you very much. Uh, and I'm, as I said, not a very limber Jew. So, you know, it's 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 a struggle for me to hit that mat. But you're in Los Angeles. So exactly. you got to do yoga. Got to do yoga. Maybe get some crystals. Um, speaking of crystals, I did meet up with Spencer Pratt, oh, yeah. my BFF. <laughs> so I did that. That already happened in Los Angeles. Yeah, you kind of already did the most Los Angeles thing you could possibly do. I met Spencer and Heidi and the baby. The baby's adorable. Um, did you see, did he bring any crystals? He had a crystal around his neck, but uh, he didn't. We didn't talk about it. Like he just had a <laughs> necklace. It just absorbed the energy of the sun to yes. filter into positive dreams. Yeah, I think geodes and crystals and things are cool, but I like draw the line at like people thinking they're magic. Yeah, I don't think I. I think it can be. I think things can be. I'm gonna be like generous and sort of. Uh, loose and relaxed for once in my life and say that if people believe something then it's maybe okay it's useful to them it's useful to them Molly exactly and so I support that and like for instance it's like having like a stuffed animal or something okay I like that you're right I like how I, you know I, like something that has some power no you're you right I have no problem with people having like uh totems yeah, totems, In exactly. Because I, I love stuffed animals and I'm totally, I'm, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm the Scully. You're the Scully. You're the Mulder. I'm the Mulder. Because you believe. I don't really believe. Well, I'm trying to make myself believe. <laughs> well, that's because you're like a, like a half a Greenberg, like me. Half a Greenberg. Oh, yeah, Greenberg from the movie Greenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm not fully green. The, in my low moments, I'm afraid I'm fully Greenberg. But I just feel like all New Yorkers in Los Angeles have a moment of being like, "Yes, could I do this forever? Yeah. Um, but I feel like you actually could. From your mouth to God's ear, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will bless my crystals on it. Yes. Maybe that's like 2008 yeah. resolution. Think about Los Angeles. Do you say Angeles. 2008? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's my 2000. You. This is my 2008 revolution. You know what? Move to Los Angeles. My resolution is for us all to go back in time. Definitely. 2008. Yeah, seems good in Man. retrospect. I hated 2008. But I know. You know what? Give it to me. I was still in grad school. Yeah. I was extremely depressed. Bloghouse. All of that. <laughs> See you in the time machine. <laughs> Um, let's go get some moon juice. Oh, that sounds really good. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.